prowling around your kitchen door. From How to Barbecue Right Studios in Hernando, Mississippi, Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Derek. Uh, this is a beautiful Thursday afternoon, another little taste of spring, Matt. But did you see, I think the, you told me you had to uh, stay inside a little bit this morning. You had to uh, visit yes. one of our sponsors. Actually, Derek, uh, where I was uh, this morning from about 8.30 till 10 o'clock or 9.45, Derek, had a nice little, um, uh, just picture it. There's a window with a little stream kind of coming down oh, yeah. some, yeah. some rocks there. Very nice. Some people may know what I'm talking about. Uh, I had to visit the dentist this morning. Mm-hmm. I had to uh, experience a DFDC difference this morning. Uh, our good friend, Dr. Brian. Ryan Trotter, friend of the podcast, former uh, one-time guest host of the podcast, was on with us uh, months and months ago. Helped me out. I had a um, just let's just say had a older bad wisdom tooth, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, at a certain point, he was uh, maybe he his knee may have been on my chest to pull this thing out. <laughs> I don't exactly know, but uh, you know, had the gas. And the reason the uh, song this morning was "Werewolves of London" was uh, while I was waiting for Dr. Trotter, that was the song that was playing uh, for him to walk in and get started working on me. So he, it, look, he took care of me. I mean, just a great guy. I mean, DeSoto Family Dental Care, a longtime sponsor of the podcast, just good people over there. I don't necessarily know Dr. Seymour very well, but I know Dr. Jason Paroli and Dr. Trotter are just great, good quality people. One of the things, Derek, while I was waiting, I had to listen to uh, Dr. Trotter talk to the patient next to me um, there in the, in the room there and just did a really good job explaining everything he had just done. Mm-hmm. Everything, the plan, the plan of action or whatever for her, um, just did a really good job. So, again, shout out for uh, the DFDC difference. You will hear more about them here shortly. But uh, Werewolves of London was one of the – it was either Werewolves of London, uh, had a little hoodie, which is always nice, good. Very nice. Had a little hoodie. And I, I don't know if it was because of me, but uh, then they switched it uh, mid – while I was sitting there, switched it to a little, uh, little Jesus music. So uh, you never know what you're going to hear <laughs> there at, at Dr. Trotter's office. But, uh, again – Great uh, job this morning. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate him uh, getting me in this morning, and I can't th- cannot thank him enough for sure. Matt, uh, also, you know, we're leading this, t- looking at this pretty day, uh, also reminds us that spring break is next week. Uh, it will be spring break. Uh, we will only be doing one show next week. One show. One show. We will be Already had out. three people say, I don't know what I'm going to do on Friday without y'all's show coming out. Well, you know, and I also thought, Matt, that will be the show that we would have broken down the altar. So uh, we're going to leave people hanging. We'll give them the preview. So I don't know what we're going to do about that. We might have to talk well, about what we're going to do. We're you just know, going to kind of leave them hanging. The mayor and the alderman better do a really good job because if we're going to tease it for a week because we can't break it down for a week. That's right. So good luck next Tuesday, uh, and we'll we'll talk more about the alderman meeting you coming know, up. I, thought, I think that with, with those, some of the younger people now, Bruce, Natalie, you know, uh, Ben, you know, they all have children. Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> Andrew's good people. Uh, but, you know, they all have younger children. Maybe you just do one of those uh, three-minute gavel in, gavel yep. out at spring break. we got to go. That's it. I mean, <laughs> why can't the Board of Aldermen take a spring break? Uh, a good question. I think that's a no-brainer right there. I mean, they you can, can meet. You have to officially meet. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, they have to do it twice a month. I mean, I think it's Could they not much... move it to the following Tuesday or, or – no, yeah, they, they, yeah, they can definitely shift they it around. That's that. correct. Yes. Okay, that's yes, something right that. there. Very interesting. I mean, I didn't know that. That's uh, – again – Beautiful weather outside as we record on this Thursday for our Friday UTW podcast show. Uh, wonderful, perfect time to get out, look around Hernando, look around DeSoto County. If you're in the market for buying or selling a home in the Mid-South, please visit our 2020, 
2022 presenting sponsor, the number one real estate team in DeSoto County, Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Team Couch possesses over 65 years of combined real estate experience. They have thousands of closings since 2009. That's thousands of closings on the buying or selling side of residential real estate. They're ranked nationally as a top performing real estate team. They are recently voted DeSoto's best realtor for the fourth time. They're currently offering a free, no-obligation market analysis. Give Brian and Terry your address. They can tell you all about your street, your neighborhood, your zip code, how long houses are staying on the market, how long until they close. Brian and Terry are going to have all the information to help you make the best decision when it comes to residential real estate here in DeSoto County. Call them at 662-449-1700. That's 662-449-1700. Call Brian's cell phone, 901-461-7653. That's 461-SOLD, S-O-L-D. You can also do a full home search throughout the Mid-South at teamcouch.com. That's teamcouch.com. Thank you, Brian and Terry, for being our 2022 presenting sponsor. Derek, actually have the uh, window up at the How to Barbecue Right Shop Studios, the weather being so nice outside. Spring is right around the corner, and if you're looking to take your backyard experience, your back uh, patio or whatever experience when it comes to cooking barbecue to the next level, you need to stop by the number one barbecue shop in DeSoto County, our 2022 studio sponsor, the How to Barbecue Right Shop. How to Barbecue Right Shop located at 496 Whitfield Drive right here in Hernando. This store has everything a person needs for barbecue, crawfish, and all other kinds of outdoor cooking. Whether it's rubs, sauces, thermometers, cast iron, cutting boards, knives, or some of the coolest high-end smokers on the market, Malcolm's Shop is your place to go. Find more information on Facebook at H2Q Malcolm Shop. Give them a call locally at 912-9947. That's 912-9947. Visit his website, howtobbqright.com. That's howtobbqright.com. But the best experience is to visit the How to Barbecue Right Shop located at 496 Whitfield Drive. I will continue to remind everyone about the big first anniversary event coming up next Saturday, 10 a.m. until 2 o'clock. That's 10 to 2. Grills will be all fired up, cooking some of the best food you're going to find all day. They'll have live demos from companies such as Boil Boss, Traeger, and more. They'll have prizes, giveaways, and for the kids, they'll be free hot dogs. So that's next Saturday, March 19th, 10 a.m. until 2 p.m., for the big first anniversary event of our 2022 studio sponsor. We cannot thank them enough, the How To Barbecue Right Shop. Thank you, Malcolm and Rochelle, for being our studio sponsor. Well, Derek, we kind of joked around a few moments ago about there not being a lot going on locally, uh, well, at least for the Alderman meeting. The Alderman meeting is going to be next Tuesday. The Planning Commission met this past Tuesday. No information there. So very minimal stuff coming out of local, which I guess is a good thing. When it's well, all said and done, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. I guess. I guess it's a good thing. Uh, you would. We do have a lot of stuff going on around town. I just think the deadlines of either not there yet, or you know, there's some more stuff they're looking at. But um, it, it is. Uh, you know, you like to have people. You know, uh, hear about things they know and see. Sure. Uh, so we, we are still reaching out to the state, which has a lot of stuff that could be affecting us. And of course, we have a little national news today too. So uh, yeah. Well, go ahead and take us to that state portion of the UTW podcast, Derek. Tell us, uh, last week, people enjoyed I had a few people mention to me at church, hey, I enjoyed the part where y'all talked about the bills that uh, didn't survive this year and the bills that are still alive. Give us an update on what uh, bills are still kicking 
in the legislature. This past Wednesday, the 9th, was another uh, four deadline for all the general bills and constitutional amendments that had originated in the opposite chamber. So if, if you know something had passed in the Senate, had to go to the House, and vice versa, those had to be decided on or let die or you know killed you know just outright by Wednesday, March the 9th, by the end of the day. And so there was a number of bills that were passed or killed. Uh, the ones that have made it past this, the last round, now paid it past this round. First, actually, let's go over the ones that died, Matt. Uh, so these are the ones that are no longer going to be for this year. One of the bills that did not survive the deadline is Senate Bill 2537. This would have reduced a violation that regulates the sale and storage of fireworks from a felony to a misdemeanor. So right now, if you're a holding a certain, you know, over a certain amount of level of fireworks or something like that without ATF approval or a stat approval, it's a felony, and they're wow. trying to get it lower to a misdemeanor. That was not done. It had died. The next one that did not survive, the Mississippi Tourism Reorganization Act. We did mention this one. Right. It did make it through last time. It, did, it died this time. There will not be a separate uh, department for tourism. Uh, next one, uh, Senate Bill 2033 was killed on a procedural move that the House chose not to take it up prior to adjoining for the day. This bill would have authorized and directed the Division of Medicaid to provide up to 12 months of continuous coverage postpartum for any individual who qualifies for Medicaid as a pregnant woman to the extent allowable under federal law. Now, this one was a little controversial. So the Senate passed it. The House chose not to. What this would have done is if a woman qualifies for Medicaid, right now she only gets two months of Medicaid expenses after a birth. Uh, This would have given her up to 12 months. Now, the baby gets it full for the 12 months, but she only gets two months. So there's any kind of complications after those eight weeks or anything happening or she relapses or anything like that, uh, she has no coverage after eight weeks. I mean, that, that is today true. They were trying to give it a full year. The House chose not to not to take it up, and so it died. Interesting. And finally, the Senate also killed several measures on procedural moves by not taking them up, which was one of them was the House Reentry Court Act, which would have prevented any incarcerated individual from requesting a name or gender change while in the custody of MDOC. So you cannot, you cannot ask for a name change, and you cannot change your gender, uh, gender uh, while incarcerated. It would prevent them. Right now they can. This, this would have prevented died. them. This one died. But it died. It died. So they can still do that if they want to. So right now they can. So you can go into jail as Derek Big Lane and come out as Frederica. Technically, yes. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> okay. yes. Um, all right. So here now, let's go to the bills that survived. So these are the ones that survived. Matt, you'll be happy to know that the first one that they covered that has survived was House Bill 1487. That would replace the current state song of Mississippi to Go Mississippi. Okay. Uh, and that would. And That's still alive. So yeah, Go We've Mississippi. So has, not it, Afro Man. Not Afro Man. No, they're, they're sticking with the more recent one Mississippi over Go Mississippi. It has now passed the Mississippi House by a vote of 95 to 12, has already passed the Senate. Looks like that one may be heading to the governor's desk. Uh, Matt, we're going to be very keenly aware to make sure we get a new song. We're going to watch for that. And when that new song, we will reach out to Mr. Steve Azar. We do know people yeah. that know him. Yeah. We'll reach out to him and talk to him about that. I think that could be uh, pretty exciting. So if you know Steve Azar, send him this show, send him this particular uh, moment of the UTW podcast because uh, that, that'll be pretty neat to, uh, to hear from him. Another one that survived that I think was actually being discussed today was to prohibit private companies and Mississippi government from requiring COVID-19 vaccinations over their sincerely held religious objections. Okay. This was passed by the Senate along party lines, but, but has now will go to conference because there was a repealer added. The repealer was added out of fear it could jeopardize federal funding for state universities. So if they said, hey, look, nowhere in Mississippi can you man, if people want to, if you force a mandate and somebody says I object to this for religiously, you cannot 
make them wear it. Correct. But however, there is a repealer because they're trying to verify whether or not that would jeopardize them getting federal money. So we'll see what happens with that one. And I believe it was being discussed today, but I don't have any new information on that. Senate Bill 2424 unanimously passed the House on Wednesday. This would allow school districts to process a single monthly or bi-monthly payroll. That one stayed alive. Uh, The next one, 2423, passed and would revise deadlines to ensure teachers receive teacher procurement cards no later than September 1st of each year. The next one is Senate Bill 2789 would create the Mississippi Voting Modernization Act for the purpose of modernizing voting systems in the state. That seems like a no-brainer, but again, it's, it's stayed alive. The last two, Senate Bill 2120 passed and allowed for the revision of all officers of the Mississippi Highway Patrol and the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics. They're going to kind of maybe do a little different thing on the org chart there. And then finally, in the evening hours of deadline day, the Senate also passed House Bill 7770, the Equal Pay for Equal Work Bill, which prevents employers from wage differences based on gender. This is something we also talked about before. That also has stayed alive. So we'll be watching for those to see if they make it you know, through conference and then actually end up on the governor's desk. Something we will definitely do probably into March or when the uh, legislature uh, finishes for 2022 is go back through these and talk about the ones that passed. The ones That's that right. died don't matter anymore, but the ones that passed are the ones we'll discuss. You know, things that maybe affect DeSoto County uh, tremendously and that type of stuff. So we'll definitely cover uh, that for sure. Yeah, and so just to, and if you're following along, and if there's something that does interest you, here's a couple of the dates to really be looking for. Now, the session is supposed to end March 31st. It's from January 2nd, basically, to March 31st every year. Uh, March 18th is the deadline to concur or not concur in amendments for the other chamber to appropriations and revenue bills and for introduction of local and private bills that are revenue bills. So you have March 18th for those. The deadline to concur or not concur in amendments from the other chamber to general bills and constitutional amendments is on March 24th. And then finally, the deadline for conference reports on appropriations and revenue bills has to be filed by March 26th. So those are the next dates we're looking for. Derek, I've done this before, and I will say it again. I would like to tell all the UTW podcast listeners and you as my good friend that I will never be seeking office uh, (laughs) ever. Thank you to all the legislators that go down to Jackson, give of their time. I mean, really the first three months of your year every year doing state business. We really appreciate that. Uh, so we will update you as they uh, wrap up in March or uh, early April, uh, the things that have passed and things that will be affecting us here in DeSoto County. Well, there, there's a lot of stuff going on right now nationally that uh, we could talk about. Uh, we talked more uh, on our Tuesday show about some national topics. Um, so on this particular topic, we'll keep it very uh, simple. The Ukraine situation, uh, Russia and Ukraine, uh, the war that is on the in Eastern Europe is just a uh, deadly, awful thing, and we probably only see half of it. And um, yep. I can only imagine what that uh, is happening and what's going on over there. But we do have some positive news by a, uh, let's just say, one of the most amazing organizations in the Mid-South making a difference in the Ukraine. Tell us what you got. All right. So again, we all know that St. Jude is just a wonderful organization is for 50 years, over 50 years now. It's just done wonderful things uh, for so many children, so many families. And so we just continue to thank them every day for the wonderful things that they do. And the fact that they're located right here in Memphis, just, you know, 20 miles north of us, uh, is just an absolute, you know, uh, blessing for everybody that lives in DeSoto County and really found this story. And again, this is a national story, but really found it because I think this is something that, you know, we all, we're all the bad news. We, you know, talk about good things and bad things happening at the state level. And, you know, 
we, we try to avoid bad news at the at the local level. Uh, but with all the just the bad news in the media right now, especially all the stuff going around the war, gas prices, inflation, we wanted to see if we could find a national story that could make people happy, and we and we were able to. And so wanted to kind of let you know that since the Russian invasion of Ukraine two weeks ago, St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital has helped evacuate hundreds of Ukrainian children with cancer to other European countries to continue their treatments without the threat of bombs and gunfire. Uh, St. Jude Global works with about 160 hospitals in 60 countries to help facilitate the treatment of a childhood cancer. Uh, the hospital has a program sp- specific to countries that emerged from the former so- Soviet Union, which does include Ukraine. In the country, St. Jude partners with hospitals, universities, and the Ministry of Health for that country. As of Wednesday, this past Wednesday, so just literally yesterday for us, St. Jude had helped about 400 children leave Ukraine to seek medical care elsewhere. On Tuesday alone, so just two days ago, St. Jude facilitated the evacuation of 166 people from Ukraine, which included 23 children with cancer and their families. Not all relatives are able to be evacuated because men between the ages of 18 and 60 are prohibited from leaving the country. Because the children had started to uh, overwhelm Poland, uh, Poland was the main country they were bringing into, but of course they got overwhelmed pretty quickly. In recent days, children have been transported to hospitals in Germany and Italy, and starting on Friday, patients will be sent to Spain as well. Multiple other countries have stepped up to also receive patients. Now this is, again, all of this funded by St. Jude. Uh, It's helping all these families get out of there on St. Jude's dime to get them wherever they need to go to get the care that they need. This will continue until the end of the conflict and beyond to make sure that those children get the best care possible. Derek, I've said on here before, uh, Wilson is a St. Jude patient. Wilson has a rare uh, blood disorder that, um, you know, I mean, you look at him, he's completely normal kid and so forth but we have been uh, going to St. Jude now for uh, almost 15 years and they they do a wonderful job and a wonderful thing over there at uh, no expense we've we've never received a bill from St. Jude and and that's just something that uh, I mean I can't say enough about it it's just just wonderful and and that just shows you the reach that St. Jude has and uh, it also shows you Derek when you make the effort you can make a difference I mean it's that simple when you can make it just an amazing amazing difference so shout out to St. Jude for that don't forget if you're ever looking to support St. Jude or donate to St. Jude, give to them. Uh, you can find all that information at stjude.org. That's stjude.org. Just a wonderful organization right here in the Mid-South, making a difference uh, definitely globally. So thank you to them. Well, Derek, I can't say that the uh, our first advertiser is going to be making a difference globally, but uh, I definitely can say he makes a difference here in DeSoto County. Uh, but they also work with some of the largest companies around the globe. And of course, I'm speaking when it comes to insurance about Holland Insurance. Holland Insurance has been in business since 1981. They work with some of the largest companies in the world, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Cigna, Mutual of Omaha, Nationwide, Liberty Mutual, MetLife. When it comes to health, life, property, casualty, or auto, Bruce Robinson and Jerry Holland with Holland Insurance are ready to serve you. As independent agents, they can work through a number of different companies, give all your information to those companies, go through three or four different processes where they can match you with the best insurance company to best serve you. If price is what you're worried about, they can do that. If coverage is what you're worried about, they can do that. Call Bruce Robinson and Jerry Holland with Holland Insurance at 662-895-5528. Again, that's 662-895-5528. If you have a Mississippi insurance license and would like to do something different, maybe join one of the fastest growing insurance teams in the Mid-South, give Jerry and Bruce a call. Again, 662-895-5528. 
The secret is out. North Point Christian is DeSoto County's most popular private school destination. 211 new students made the switch and became part of the North Point family this year, pushing their enrollment to record levels. Are you interested in making a schooling switch in 2022-2023? North Point will be hosting their next opportunity to preview the point on Tuesday, March 22nd at 2 p.m. Again, Tuesday, March 22nd at 2 p.m. They encourage prospective families to come and see why families in three states, 28 cities, and 41 zip codes have made North Point DeSoto County's largest and most desirable Christ-centered college preparatory school. Interested families should reserve their spot today by contacting Director of Admissions, Ms. Sheila Sharon, at 662-349-5127. Again, 662-349-5127. They invite you to get ready to make the switch and join the North Point family. Derek, give us an update on the uh, North Point mission trip with your son and wife uh, to Jamaica. Seems like they're having a great time. They actually sent pictures this morning. They were grocery shopping, uh, okay. and I don't know if it was today, but they actually sent pictures. Maybe from earlier the week. Grocery shopping, Matt. They have uh, have pictures of them uh, putting up at least one house. There are also pictures of them going to see families uh, who are uh, a lot less fortunate than we are, being sure. able to take those groceries. And you know, my, even my son was like, it was just something that just touched him. I mean, yeah. it's like these people. Uh, I have a couple of great pictures. Uh, one of them, uh, a little boy's riding on his back. Another one where he's actually he's a video of him swinging a kid, him and another guy swinging a kid back and forth, kind of when you know, fight like you're going to throw them, but you don't throw them. And then the last one is a boy sitting on his shoulders. And this is the coolest little picture. This little boy sitting on his shoulders. He's got on two pair, two batting gloves, and then he's got his hat turned on backwards. I mean, coolest looking little kid. Uh, he's riding on Bo's shoulders, and Bo's you know kind of just you know has it on there. It's kind of giving him a smirk. So they seem like they're having a a great time, but also just a. a I mean, really a spirit-filled time, being able to, to touch those families' lives and being able to do that. And uh, I've, I've spoken with several people uh, who have gone for years before, and they said, look, it, you know, the, people say Jamaica, and Jamaica is nice and beautiful. People go on vacation there. Why would you go there to mission trips? But, I mean, that country is, is extremely poor. And, you know, the, the, peop- the people that aren't on the beach or, or you know, they, it's just a, it's a tough, tough life that they have, and it's, it really changed their lives. And so I'm glad they're able to do it. I can't wait for my daughter to do it. She's already – like you have to take a couple of classes to be able to go as a junior or senior, and she's already taken those classes to be able to do that too, because she wants to be able to go and give back and do the same thing. So again, just a, a great trip, and I'm just really glad that they're able to do that. Yeah, it's hard to believe. We talked about it on Tuesday, Derek. Again, if you go back and listen to our Tuesday show, we talked more national stuff, national politics, and maybe we we have ever talked about. But uh, it's just some things that I wanted to discuss or get off my chest. But you mentioned uh, the United States as a country uh, typically doesn't struggle. You know, there are people that live in the United States that struggle like you and I can't imagine. However, as a country, as a whole, you would uh, we're first world. We're not third yes, world. Right. Uh, but there are third world places, um, a short plane ride away. And, and, and we people, forget that. Yeah, they do. And, and, and I'm people, speaking of Baltimore. <laughs> when people ask me, you know, why do you have to go to Jamaica? Why? There is a class, another class at North Point that also does it uh, in the Delta, in the in like somewhere in Mississippi. Yeah. So there's a class that stays locally and does stuff around the area. Uh, the area being, you know, mainly the Delta parts of Mississippi, and then this other class, which is IMS, they actually go uh, outside the country. So there are there are options also to do it in Mississippi. So I don't want people to only think that uh, we got to go over here, go over here. No, there's definitely local needs here. Our church has done that before. Yep. Well, they have reached locally and then also gone, you know, to different states uh, and also different countries. So again, churches do wonderful, wonderful things. And I know you'll talk about that at the end of the show today. Uh, but, you know, please try to get involved. And if, if going on a mission, you know, if that's something that calls to your heart, I, I do encourage you to do it. 
what Derek isn't saying is the kids that pass the test at North Point go to Jamaica, and the kids that fail <laughs> the test, not true. And the kids that fail the no, test, no, uh, no, you're no, going no. to yeah, you're. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, guys, get on the bus. You're going to the Delta. No. Speaking of bus, speaking of traveling, Derek. Let's talk for one second about Mobile Car and Van Rental, the only car rental place in Hernando. Mobile Car and Van Rental, located at the corner of Commerce and McCracken. Cars, trucks, passenger vans, cargo vans. If you're in need of a vehicle, please look in Hernando first. Contact Mobile Car and Van Rental locally. We'd love an opportunity to work for you. Mobile Car and Van Rental accepts all major insurances. If you are turning your car into a body shop, if you're turning your car into a shop for transmission or maybe something that might take 10, 20, 30 days. Uh, one guy I talked to the other day, his car has been in the shop for nine months waiting on parts. Um, I wish I would have talked to him nine months ago and it would have, <laughs> he would have, you know, uh, would have been a nine month renter. But anyway, mobile car and van rental located again in Hernando, corner of Commerce and McCracken, 662 469 4555. Please contact us today when it comes to summer travel. Do not wait to the last minute. We had 10 phone calls today with people looking for vans for spring break, which is next week. And we had nothing. No, so no. Uh, politely had to tell those people, uh, you know, a little passive aggressively said, hey, you might want to contact us a little earlier next time. So we'll do the best we can to help you out. Definitely want to serve Hernando first. 662-469-4555. Mobile car and van rental. Let's turn our attention to our DeSoto County shout-outs, Derek. We'd uh, like to kind of go in order. Uh, we mentioned it last week. It actually happens tomorrow. The Mid-South Therapeutic Riding Center will be having a training session for anyone that would like to be a volunteer for their program, their amazing, wonderful equine therapy program. It's going to be happening again tomorrow, March 12th. Derek, tell us about it. Uh, this is, of course, at the Lynch Ranch, which is on 2910 Fog Road in Hernando. What the volunteers are being trained to do is to provide adaptive horseback riding lessons to the residents of the Mid-South, and they need volunteers to be able to do this. So, again, if you want to help these riders well, touch the lives of uh, mainly children, I mean, they're mainly children that go out there and do that, and if you want to touch the the, the lives of these uh, children, allow them to watch the therapy they can get just by riding horses, please uh, consider volunteering uh, throughout this next session. Again, being trained tomorrow at 2 p.m. Now, you don't have to have any horse experience. Uh, you are uh, responsible. Teenagers are absolutely welcome to volunteer. Uh, the volunteers can fill many positions. If you don't actually want to walk with the horse, you can help around the barn. You, know, you can be a sidewalker. You can actually be a horse leader if, if you feel very comfortable around the horses. Uh, there will be weekday morning and afternoon lesson times available for sign up if you do to qualify to do this. So again, if you're interested, again tomorrow, March 12th, 2 p.m. Lynch Ranch. 2910 Fog Road, and the number to call uh, if there's something you want to even have more information about or let them know that you're coming, 901-359-3402, 901-359-3402. The Lynch family is a, uh, let's just say, a staple in Hernando, definitely in our lives from a Hernando standpoint. And, and Matt, you know, when we talked about this last time, uh, we, we mentioned uh, Noah, we mentioned yeah. Gary, did not mention Josh and, and Adam. Yes. We want to make sure. I know Adam probably whoa, whoa, does whoa, or does whoa, not whoa. care. Wait, wait, hang on. Miss K runs the show. Mi that's Ms. right. K. Ms. K. Let's go back. Miss well, K runs the show. Miss K first. We'll say Gary second because I mean he's very married to Miss K. There you then go. Then we'll go Noah third because it's, it's actually Noah is. He knows the one. how to fix things. That's, that's right. Some people like to. <laughs> yeah. So then it's between Adam and Josh. Josh may get his feelings hurt if we put him last. Right. So do we need to say Josh? Oh, actually, Mr. Natalie Lynch. Next. That's it. Mr. Alderman of Ward Two. And then we'll go Adam. There, there you go. go. Adam. Right there. Ward One. She's Ward One. Ward one. I, I said Ward Two. That's a whole other story. <laughs> Next up in order, Derek, we're going to have our Mills on Wheels Golf Tournament. Mills on Wheels Golf Tournament. That is a program that at least around Hernando Methodist Church. 
morphed over the last five years, become really, really big at Hernando Methodist Church, a big part of what we do there. Uh, Derek, tell us about the golf tournament coming up on April 1st. It is the No Fooling Golf Tournament at Hernando Golf and Racquet Club. It'll be a four-person scramble, $400 per team, uh, and some team spots are still available if you want to kind of get in as a one, you know, if you're just by yourself and you want to kind of jump in. There are people looking for uh, one or two members. Lunch will be at noon. There'll be a shotgun start at 1 p.m. Uh, they also have openings for whole sponsors. If there's something else that you want to be interested in kind of sponsoring and helping out, again, all the proceeds go to Meals on Wheels. So $400 per team. $150 for a whole sponsor if you're interested in doing that. Uh, Matt, the, the crew will have a team in the event, so we're really glad that they decided to support that. Uh, again, April 1st, no fooling golf tournament, Hernando Golf and Racquet Club, lunch at 12, shotgun start at 1 p.m. Well, Derek, I mean, there, rarely do you have something called anything with the name in it, meals, and the crew not be involved. Just saying. That's true. That Just saying. True. You know, yeah. we, we, speaking of meals, coming up on our next one, April 9th, two separate events that have to do with food. If you enjoy food and you enjoy supporting things in DeSoto County, Derek, uh, the first one's going to be at the uh, Olive Branch Soccer Fields right there on uh, Church Road. Olive Branch Soccer Fields. Derek, tell us about that one. That's right, man. On April 9th from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. at the Olive Branch Soccer Fields, it is the DeSoto Wings Competition and Festival. They're going to have a family fun, bounce houses, Easter games, music, and food trucks. Now, the entries for cookers, if you're interested, if you think you've got the best wings in the county, the entry for cookers is $150 or $200 for both categories. So there'll be two different categories, a traditional wing and a unique wing. There will be cash prizes uh, for the uh, competitors, first through third place cash prizes, and then the people's choice, uh, whoever wins that will receive a plaque. Now, all of the proceeds go to the DeSoto County Dream Center. That's the DeSoto County Dream Center, and that's also where you would uh, go to sign up for this event. You would sign up at DeSotoDreamCenter.org. Again, DeSotoDreamCenter.org. So uh, if you think you have the best wings, if you have a shop in town in Hernando or uh, anywhere in the DeSoto County area, and you think that you have the best wings there, you can prove it by winning cash prizes, but also helping out the DeSoto Dream Center. Again, April 9th, 2022, 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. to cook or to come out there and enjoy it. And, Derek, that's what it's all about is the second part you mentioned, uh, supporting the Dream Center. That's what it's all about. If you enjoy cooking wings and think yours are pretty good, hey, go out there, throw your hat in the ring, throw up some money. And definitely if you enjoy eating wings and that's something you enjoy, go to that. You'll be uh, have an opportunity to judge uh, the public's choice. So that's something right there. It's going to be pretty cool. Coming up on April 9th, when you're done with the wing contest, the next thing we have to talk about is going to be this spaghetti dinner benefiting the Bridgetown Fire Department located at 3980 Malone Road. Dinner will be served from 5 until 8 with auction winners announced at 8 o'clock. Now, some of the raffle tickets, some of the different things, there are raffle tickets for sale at Southern Guns at 3001 Highway 51. That's 3001 Highway 51 in Nesbitt at Star Landing Road. That's going to be for a CZ-12 gauge semi-automatic shotgun. All proceeds benefit the Bridgetown Fire Department. Uh, Derek, I mean, you can, just a wonderful thing that the Bridgetown Fire Department is a volunteer fire department out there taking care of a lot of our listeners. Someone uh, nice enough to email us at underthewatertowerinfo at gmail.com. They were nice enough to in, uh, send us all the information when it comes to this. Please consider getting out and supporting the Bridgetown Fire Department. Again, April 9th, 
five until eight dinner at the fire department. For more information, contact 429-5225. That's 429-5225. Or look on the Bridgetown Firefighter Facebook page. Again, the Bridgetown Firefighter Facebook page. We definitely want to say from the UTW podcast, we appreciate all those men and women that work hard to make the Bridgetown Fire Department what it is. April 9th, five o'clock until eight o'clock, spaghetti dinner. Wings for lunch. You can sit there, you can do your moon bounces, you can uh, listen to music, you can play some Easter egg hunts, Get you some wings, hang out there for a little bit, maybe go do a little shopping around the Isle Branch, you know, South Haven area, and then hit Bridgetown on your way back to Hernando, grab you some spaghetti, sit, have a, you know, some auction, some raffle, and the, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great day. Uh, what a great spring day. Derek, I'd call that full. County. That's a full that's day. That's a full day. And, and you know thing. what I'm talking about when I say that. I mean, <laughs> that's a very full day. wings and spaghetti. And look, we've got two more things we're about to talk about, yep. Matt, what, what this is Showing us is that we've got six, seven things we're discussing. Absolutely. Things are really opening back yep. up. Could not be happier about it. And that takes us to our next event, the Hernando Fashion Show, April 14th. Now, this is going to be a uh, 6 p.m. social and appetizers and a 7 p.m. fashion show. It'll be held at 1 Memphis Street, which is right here, very close to our studio. Tickets will be $25. They must be pre-purchased. So if you, if you see these signs around town, you can scan and go ahead and do that. But uh, uh, find one of those. But you have to buy the $25 tickets beforehand. They're trying to get a count, see how many people will be there, so they can make sure they have enough social and appetizers, you know, enough drinks to be able to available for people that show up. Again, $25, and then at 7 o'clock, the fashion show will start. You know, there's all of the boutiques around town that right. want to participate can bring their show their fashions. You know, they can tell you what they have in season for this spring. I think it's a great idea. I don't think we've ever had anything no. like this. Uh, to people can see what around. You know, we've got you know, two or three stores now for women on the square. Actually, three or four stores for women on the square. We've got uh, a couple just enters dispersed. We got Pingzina down the road and others around the uh, area. So that and this could be a, a very you know there could be six, seven, ten uh, shops that have um, you know wares to be shown during this night. So please come out and support this. Twenty five dollars. This is being put on by the Hernando Main Street Chamber of Commerce. Uh, I think this is a great event. Just really trying to push business to stay in Hernando. Please buy Hernando uh, again, April fourteenth, starting at six for the social and seven p.m. fashion show. Derek, you typically check the under the water tower info at gmail.com. So our invitation to MC the fashion show has still not come yet. I'm, I'm still waiting on it. Still I, waiting I, on I just that. know because we at used some to point. work for the we used to do the work for the Hernando Young Women's Club. We would do the drawdown. The drawdown. We would do the drawdown, and uh, we had a good time. No, I, yeah, I'm still looking. So, uh, Sydney, if you want to reach out, we would be happy to help with that. Well, we'd listen. What's the offer? That is true. What's the offer? We'll true. listen to it. We'll negotiate. <laughs> we'll, we'll negotiate. Let's see. Uh, something to eat. Yeah, a free meal. Probably the only guys in a room of 200 women. That's the, <laughs> that's probably a bargaining chip right there. Um, just saying. But, look, congratulations on that. Really looking forward to it. Derek, you mentioned uh, some of the multiple uh, shops for women here in Hernando. It's almost like. Uh, advertising on a local podcast that probably has a majority listenership uh, as females uh, might be a good idea. Just throwing that out there. I think that yeah, that's something we probably need to talk just about at the end that you probably need to listen to the different ways that they can reach out just to Just a thought. Under the Water Tower Info at gmail.com. Our last DeSoto County shout out for today, and we really appreciate it. DeSoto County shout outs are going to be nonprofit things that are trying to get a little bit more, a um, little bit more information a little bit more uh, pop to their um, their advertising possibilities Easter weekend we kicked off the shout outs just moments ago with a training for the Mid-South Therapeutic Riding Center on Saturday April 15th a songwriter night will happen at Lynch Ranch 
in association with Mississippi Music. It will be an awesome, awesome event. It starts at 7.30. Songwriters Stephen Michael, Grace Askew, and Mallory Everett. Again, that's going to be Stephen Michael, a local artist that so many people in Hernando definitely know. Grace Askew and Mallory Everett will all be at Lynch Ranch. Again, 7.30, Saturday, April 16th, BYOB, Lynch Ranch, in association with Mississippi Music, proceeds benefit the Mid-South Therapeutic Riding Center. I will say it uh, all the time. Man, if it's 80 degrees at night or 75 degrees that day, what an awesome – Look, if you missed the show that we had with uh, Stephen, Mallory, and Grace here uh, there um, right off the square, this is the lineup that was awesome. These two ladies, we said it before, and Stephen would not mind us saying this, Mallory Everett and Grace Askew are some bad women, okay? They are really, really good songwriters. Um, Mallory Everett sang a song about her mom. Um, Hello. Uh, If there was a single – That was brutal. If if there was a single dry in the house – um, I'll just say this, Derek. I'm not crying. You're crying. Okay, that's what that's what it was. It was cut, amazing. Somebody's cutting onions, and, and, and it was awesome at, at, in that area that night. There was a lot of onions being cut. It, it, no doubt that when she sang that song, I mean, it was it was gorgeous. It was a beautiful, beautiful song. All proceeds benefit the Mid South Therapeutic Riding Center. Again, helps the Lynch family. Wonderful, wonderful people in Hernando. Lynch Ranch, Saturday, April 16th, 7:30. Visit MissahippiMusic.com. Again, that's MissahippiMusic.com for tickets. It should be a sold out show, but do not think that it's going to be sold out. Let's get as many people there as we can to benefit the Mid South Therapeutic Riding Center. Well, that wraps wraps up our shout outs, and we really appreciate you sending those in, uh, Derek. I mean, it's kind of amazing to look in there and see those things in the inbox uh when people actually do start sending them in mm-hmm. but like you mentioned the weather's getting nice it's springtime do not forget what happens this weekend Derek. spring forward my friends oh, daylight savings time you lose an hour sorry I set your, clocks, tired. Well, set your tired. clocks correctly do not show up late to the table service uh, or else you'll be in trouble <laughs> most people are late for the table service anyway <laughs> uh, anyway thank you to all those people those nonprofits working so hard in hernando and DeSoto county to make a difference we really really appreciate it Speaking of making a difference under the water tower, DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Doctors Seymour, Paroli, and Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments, general dentistry, implants, implant-supported dentures, and Invisalign. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with a relaxing, personalized dental care. Give them a call at 429-5239. That's 429-5239. Or stop by their office today to see the DFDC difference. They are the official dentists of the UTW podcast. Please consider making them yours. Since 2001, Green King Spray Services has been helping home and business owners enjoy lush, healthy, weed-free outdoor living spaces. They refuse to settle for the status quo, continuously researching and testing the very latest methods, products, and strategies to ensure that your lawn looks better than the other guys. With technicians trained and educated, with hours of continuing education and seminars each year, Green King is committed to doing everything they can to make and keep you satisfied. You can reach them at 662-892-8419, again, 662-892-8419, or visit them on their website at greenkingspray.com. Remember, if you want it green, call the king. 
I got a text from this gentleman earlier today. Uh, said he had some flight issues for a trip they have planned for spring break. So uh, a little bit late, but he did reach out regarding a van to see if that possibly uh, <laughs> could work. But it didn't. It just didn't seem to work out. But uh, the airline kind of messed him up. He could get there, but he couldn't get back for uh, you know a decent bad. price. And, of course, I'm speaking about Mr. Richard Williams, owner of Williams Services. Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and so much more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs, whether it's leaf removal, tree trimming, spring cleanups, stump grinding, gate repair, fence repair, new fence construction, anything on the outside of your home or business, let Richard come by, see if he can help you. If he can't do the project, he'll help you find someone who can. Call him at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. Or find more information about Richard's company on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services. Thank you, Richard, for being a longtime sponsor of the UTW Podcast. Well, Derek, let's turn our attention to high school sports. Uh, young people will continue to shine a, shine a light on uh, wonderful things that they do. Let's go ladies first. Softball in DeSoto County since our last show. Well, we haven't had uh, much softball since then because we had to obviously run a couple of days of rain right there. But the Lewisburg softball game against district rival Olive Branch that was supposed to take place on Tuesday was postponed due to the rain and has been rescheduled for March 21st. That was the only game scheduled since our last show. Uh, however, they will host Hernando tonight, Thursday night, in a great Carlos County rivalry with two good teams. So, again, if you're listening to this, it's already happened. We'll have to report it to you on Tuesday. But uh, we hope that y'all went last night uh, or Thursday night to watch Hernando travel to Lewisburg to take on the Lady Patriots. I'm going to turn our attention to Hernando softball. Uh, they, again, had a game against Tupelo on Tuesday. It was postponed, but theirs was actually played Wednesday night. Matt, what do you have from that game? Well, Derek, they did beat Tupelo, running their record to 7-2. and two. They will play Lewisburg tonight, basically as you and I are recording right now. Then over spring break, they're going to play Brandon again. They played Brandon earlier. And they're going to play at Northeast Community College for two games. They're going to wow. play at North. I don't know if they're playing against Northeast. Is that allowed? I don't think so. You don't think so? Yeah. That's, that's interesting. I mean, I guess. A neutral site game? Counting against anybody's record, but that's a, that'd be a good competition. Well, if you're a, you know, a local high school state champions yeah. show up to play you, you got to, I mean, you, you can't feel good about yourself. Uh, that's a tough situation. That's a no win. I don't know. For, but the, hey, for the community college. Well, at least uh, we'll be pulling for the Tigers. Got that. I'm there sorry. you go. Both, uh, both of them are tight. Lady that's, Tigers. That's right. So, I believe the Brandon game is a rematch. I mean, that, that's a, they're going to want that region match. I think that's one of their losses. Right. To that's Brandon. exactly right. And they were leading in that game. So, anyway, Coach Whitten and the Lady Tigers, uh, good luck over spring break. Look forward to uh, reporting on that as we all come back after spring break. So, good luck, ladies, and keep up the good work. As a reminder, North Point starts next week. They will start their games on the 14th. So, we'll be talking about North Point when we get back from spring break that is correct. on the show after that. So, that uh, leaves us with baseball and I guess making my job a little easier, the two baseball teams we covered played each other. They did. This week. Lewisburg and Wait, Hernando. wait, wait, wait. Did Hernando really play? <laughs> I mean, well, we're getting to that. One of them, one of them showed one up. One team showed up. Game each. Uh, and again, they were playing each other since our last show. Uh, this also was scheduled for Tuesday night. But just like the softball game uh, for the Lady Tigers, it was played Wednesday due to the rain. Lewisburg got off to a fast start getting a run at the top of the first uh, as uh, off a of Jacob Hill double, who then stole third and then scored on a ground out. Lewisburg has a huge second inning as they got six runs, including a Gage Haley home run in the second. The Patriots added another run in the third to take an 8-0 lead. Hernando finally got on the board in the home half of the fourth as Topher Jones doubles and scores on a two-out pass ball. 
But Lewisburg gets that run back on the top of the fifth on a single, a steal of second base, a wild pitch, and then a sacrifice fly that got him in. And that, that's an old-school manufactured run right there. Oh, well. Wow. And so just, I mean, they didn't really need it, but they did manufacture that run. The Tigers then threatened in the bottom of the fifth and got the bases loaded, but were unable to push a run across. Haley has a two-RBI single on the top of the sixth, and Gunnar Gilmore comes in in the bottom of the sixth to finish off the Tigers 11-1 to in a six-inning mercy rule. Gage Haley goes five innings with eight Ks for the win, and Luke Roman gets the loss. At the plate for the Patriots, Haley was also two for four with the home run and four RBIs. Jacob Hill, two for three with four stolen bases. Riley Parker was two for three, and J.P. Allen was two for four. As mentioned, Topher Jones was the lone scoring run for the Tigers, and only three Tigers had hits. The Tigers dropped to five and three on the season, and Lewisburg improves to six and one. Lewisburg will host South Haven Thursday night tonight in another uh, county matchup, while Hernando's next game is also tonight against Kasuth. Derek, you and I got a little bit of information on the game from Lewisburg. Again, what a rivalry right there. A lot of those kids have played together for years. I mean, some of the Lewisburg kids probably played Hernando rec ball and then travel ball and all those different things together. So uh, kind of a wet field, kick the ball around a little bit. Hernando's worst two games, uh, they have combined nine errors. Yeah. So, I mean, like you said, five and three on the season, but two of their worst games, uh, they booted around. And you're not going to win high school baseball games when you're booting around, especially against a team that's uh, definitely um, eager to get over to Hernando and play against you. So just a tough loss for the Tigers, and we'll be covering uh, the Patriots and the Tigers as we continue to uh, carry on. Good luck tonight. Going to be playing as we record almost uh, tonight's uh, show, so we can't wait to talk about that on our Tuesday show. Look, good luck to all the young people. I know, Derek, I think there's some band stuff going on now. Hernando band stuff has started up. Some of the indoor track, percussion track, track stuff. Up. Kids, enjoy every second of it. We can't uh, say enough and scream enough. The UTW podcast, really one of the main reasons it exists is to shine a positive light on the wonderful things that our young people in DeSoto County do. So we're going to be pulling for you nonstop. If you enjoy our show, please continue to share it. Tell friends, family, uh, send them the link. Whatever you can do, send it to them and say, hey, listen to what these guys are saying if you hear a player's name whether that be your friend your cousin your boyfriend for all we care it doesn't matter please share it with them hit subscribe like our show that helps us continue to grow and be able to talk to advertisers about what we're uh you know showing when it comes to people that are listening you can also find us on facebook at utw podcast on instagram at utw podcast and on twitter at utw pod wherever you listen to our show apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify hit thumbs up Give us a five-star review. That helps us move up when it comes to local podcasts. If you enjoy our show, you'll definitely enjoy OB Pod. Simply stands for Olive Branch, covering the eastern side of DeSoto County. Center Hill, Lewisburg, and Olive Branch Athletics as well. OB Pod. Look for it today. Friday's show, we end the same way. If you uh, have been getting invited to church or if you've been passing by a church and just uh, your conscience, or maybe let's just call it what it is, Derek, the Holy Spirit is telling you to uh, visit that church this weekend. We want to encourage you to do that. Visit a local church this weekend. Take your family. Go to Sunday school. If there's a church you're looking to maybe visit, uh, they definitely are going to have a Facebook page. They're going to have a website. Find their local service times, and please consider visiting this weekend. Uh, we really, really uh, want to encourage people to do that. You will not regret visiting church um, this coming Sunday. Well, Derek, we hope everything goes well as far as traveling back from Jamaica. Our prayers are definitely with Lisa and Bo as they're uh, in that team down there for that mission trip. And if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. Hey Jude, don't make it bad. 
Take a sad song and make it better. Remember to let her into your heart. Then you can start to make it better.